We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this special message. You can't sit home. If you're sick as a dog, you say, darling, I've got to make it. Even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Hold, wait, first of all, you're not going to speed past that like you didn't just say what you just said. Mega! And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Uh, are we really going to do this? It's a new year. It's a new year. It's a new year. All right, wait, wait, hold on. I need to call. I got to call Mrs. Smith. Um, Mrs. Smith, uh, I know you're going to insert uh, down noise when I when I put that in there in the episode. Um, so you still want to do this podcast thing? Uh-huh. Uh... So I pay you? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. All right, you're going to do it for free? All right, we appreciate you. Nope. All right, man. And here we are back again with the new episode of the new year of the Truth and Transparency podcast with your host, Brother X and... Your girl, the cultured scientist. And here in the Truth and Transparency podcast, we talk openly, honestly about everything in between and why people can't get right in 2024 still, but we'll get into that a little bit later. But um, yeah, we just, we're back. I know you guys are probably wondering... Did y'all fall off a cliff? Uh, did the funding leave for new episodes? Um, they may have not cared. You know I mean, for those who don't, your mama is a, I won't say the rest because I'm trying to be better in 2022. You should miss us. You should miss us. Not talking about dad to go get milk from the store and never came back, miss. But that cousin you don't get to see all the time. But without further ado, we're going to go ahead and... Um, before we get into too much, we want to make sure we introduce our guest. You know him, you love him. He's still unpaid in 2024, although we're not really a guest. I mean, until we pay him, I, I don't know if we can just call him a. I don't know. What should we call him? Should we just call him our our another co-host? Our our third co-host, our thruple of co-host of hosts of the show. Oh ho, oh, brother! Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Now you got too much dip on your chip. Mm. Mr. Smith, introduce yourself. Um, love y'all, but um, ain't no ain't no throuppling over here, nigga. Um, anywho, it's your favorite, 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 Mr. Smith. Uh, don't got the sound bikes. We're still getting back to the swing of things, and uh, just want to say number one, shout out to Canada Culture Podcast for always showing us love and support. Number two, people, that Cat Williams interview, please touch grass. We get it. It had its flair. It was three hours. The man said some crazy shit. Y'all aboard. Go touch grass. Number three. Um, more importantly, what you really should be focusing on is the fact that this mango Mussolini fugitive felon, Donald Trump, is back on the campaign polls, back on the campaign trail, and actually won the Iowa caucus as of the time it's recording. So uh, I'm going to need y'all to understand and be prepared this this year as an election year, they took away a lot of stuff that we use for granted in order to get our messages out for uh, election time. A lot of people use Twitter to get those messages and say, hey, this polling area is, you know, backed up. You should use this. Or, hey, we're going to get join our messages this way. Now that Elon Musk has it, remember, their plate is going into effect. They're going to try to silence everything they can to make it so that this nigga gets in office. 
Stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. And last but not least, shout out on a happier note. Shout out to the Tyler Librarian and our boy Dion for hey, joining hey, Engage Day. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, it, it, it's it's funny because again, as Brother X and me have talked, we, me, him, and, and our brother Dion talked about this like, oh God, like what? Man. Six? I'm about to say seven months ago? Seven, eight months ago, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> but um, it's good to have you back, Mr. Smith. Hopefully you and Teacher Bay are doing well. Um, y'all are cozying up with all the snow that y'all got, but let me hold like three inches. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 hey. Whoa. <laughs> Sir. Yeah, I had Sir. to run that joke back. Sir. It, 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 I had to get the one in. Can we get five? <laughs> I mean, you gotta be, you gotta be understanding, man. I mean, the average is five, so I mean, you gotta be appreciative of what you can have. Listeners, I'm, I'm blinking, I'm blinking really profusely. Get oh, we're not talking about out of here. Book. This is ridiculous. It would be ridiculous, of course. Yeah, we, 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 we'd be stuck in. We couldn't wiggle around, and it'd just be uncomfortable. Yeah, we don't want a whole foot. We just yeah. want like three to five inches. Yes, just some, something amenable. Yes, thank you. Listen, just get me out of here. Get me out of here now. It don't hurt. It's manageable. Everybody can appreciate it and be like, oh, I mean, it's five, it's five inches. It's five inches. I mean, you can still, you, you, yeah, I mean, it's easy. You can handle it. And it, it doesn't stay long. It doesn't stay for too long. All right. Uh, we're going to go ahead. And now that we have traumatized Mr. Smith in 2024, and we're not even maybe five minutes into the episode. All right. We're okay. actually. Fair enough. We'll traumatize him again later with some of the stories we're going to talk about. I would hope not. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) But um, we're actually going to go ahead and hop into our mental health check. Our mental health check is actually going to be a time where we kind of go around and check and see where everybody's mental is at. It's been a minute, so we got some stuff that we're going to get off our chest. We're going to start with Mr. Smith first. Yeah, adulting is hard. Um, yep. The last time y'all heard from us listeners, um, being a homeowner is great and suck at the same time. And I say that because around things, actually, the day of Thanksgiving, me and Teacher Bay were heading to my parents, I mean, my, my family uh, in the country. And as we were leaving, my garage door broke. So, um, yeah, I had to pay for that. That was fun. Greatly appreciate that. And then not two weeks later, my HVAC went up. So I had to pay for that. And then they fucked that up. So they had to come back and fix it. But then when they tried to fix it, there was a part that was missing. So me and Teacher Bay brought in the new year with no heat. Come on now, dog. Come on, man. Jeez. Yeah. You want to talk about pissed now i will say shout out to my fiance i love her so dearly you want to talk about the classiest anger i have ever seen when i tell you she got these guys so together that the original price that they quoted me for fixing it she got that thing knocked down 70 70 percent mm. so in the immortal That's words a teacher talk. 
and the immortal words of uh, Anthony Anderson and two can play that game. I mean, not two can play that game. Is it two can play that game? Yeah, it's two can play that game. And the immortal words of Anthony Anderson, the FBI ain't got shit on a black woman with a plan. She came in wrecking. But outside of that, um, this year I've been trying to fall back a little bit. I realized that towards the end of last year, I got burnt out. I got overwhelmed. A lot of stuff was being thrown to me at work. A lot of stuff was being thrown in my personal life. And I was like, you know what? I want to go back to having some fun. I don't want to be this person that's just uptight all the time. So I had to fall back on a lot of projects. And there was people that was pissed. And I had to fight them. And I won. So it's been great. Um, Outside of that, I'm just freezing in this cold-ass ba uh, basement because, you know, Mother Nature said, hey, here's two inches of snow. Hey, Here's another inch, just because you didn't like the first two inches. Hey, I got another six for you on Friday. I'm gonna leave some money on the dresser next time when we when we leave this time. At least you got a standing appointment. But I don't. I, I mean, I thought I was off the market. I don't want to be the person that gets flown out for the snow bay. I don't want to be the snowed in bay. I, it, it, it's it's a new year, but you're still getting fucked over. I'm gonna give you that one. That was hey, good. Hey, that was hey, that was one of your better ones. I'll give you that. I appreciate it. I mean, you know, just give some shots up, man. Just give him some shots up. Um, but we're actually going ahead and, I, and I'll take the next uh, part of the mental health check. Um, since we last talked, man, there has been quite a bit going on. We'll we'll get into it in momentarily. Um, me and the culture scientists moved. Um. We we went through a whole saga. We can't speak on it too much until maybe next recording when it'll be a full month since our move. But um, yeah, it's blessings on blessings. It, yep, a lot of blessings. Great new place. Everything was wonderful. Moved in. Um, great setup. We're actually in our new uh, recording area in our new place. We actually have a loft for that now. Um, so we're very grateful. It was stressful just trying to get listeners. Two things if I could ever tell you about moving. One, get movers. Two, don't pay for them to bring their own truck. Rent a U-Haul. It's always cheaper. Well, there's a few things. Outside of that, three, get a cleaning service to clean the house. Just do it. Spend the money. Save the money up ahead of time because it will save you such headaches and stressing about cleaning up and making sure you possibly get your deposit back because I'll save that for the next episode because statute of limitations is not quite over yet. Um, we'll just put it that way. But beyond that, just, it, it was, it's been interesting. Um, the one year anniversary of my pop's passing happened and I took the day from work to try to work, focus on my mental health, make sure I was good. Uh, shout out to the coach of scientists for, Voluntary, not you voluntary. You she voluntold. She voluntold. I couldn't find the word. Voluntold me to take the day off from work. Um, we had we've had some information. I've had spent some time with my mom. She came up with the to help with the move, and we had some conversations. And um, yeah, we had one other thing, but I'm actually going to leave that to the coach of scientists. So just to sum everything up, I'm in a better space. Mentally, I just kind of had this mantra so far that I'm trying to keep in my head of, in general, just trying to do better. 
not putting any qualifications, not putting specifics on it, but in general, uh, all aspects, just trying to do better, whatever that looks like in a small, in a macro, oh, I'm sorry, in a micro or macro level, you know? But um, I'm going to pass it over to the uh, culture scientist. What up, peoples? Um, as Brother X stated, we moved and I'm just, I sometimes just need to change. So in our house, we, I often will rearrange things. So it's very nice that I have a whole new place that I don't have to rearrange for a while. Everything is updated. So yeah, that feels nice. Um, You know, I'm excited about our us growing here and what the future may hold here. Uh, with that being said, we also unfortunately brought in the new house with good news and bad news all in three weeks worth of time. It was a very yeah December was Decembering for us. It has been a doozy. Um, unfortunately, so well, the blessing was that. We found out that we were pregnant, yeah, and then I unfortunately miscarried on the 22nd, so that was a really fun Christmas present. Um, the main reason why I just want to bring it up on the mental check is that I also recognize that it could have been worse for me mentally, um, and I'm not ignoring what I do feel for it, you know, what I, all the emotions that I, I did feel. But I know that I am too much of an empathetic type of person and I already have way too many emotions. So I am choosing to think of it as um, a sad blessing in disguise um, of why things may not have occurred the way that we may have wanted them to occur. Um, and it was a, I would say a wake up call like, I'm always telling myself I need to do better, but maybe this was more of a, okay, no, seriously, do a little bit better, um, wake up type of call. Um, and yeah, I also bring it up. I also focus on the parts about, you know, it could have been worse because I wasn't, wasn't as far along as it could have been, where it could have been more emotionally taxing and emotionally we weren't planning it, um, but it was still very sad because we started to get excited. So when you start to get the excitement, there is the hope that starts to grow. Um, and then you start mentally planning. And, you know, it's surprising what you think would trigger me does not trigger me. Um, I just want to point that out. <laughs> I I can um I could definitely speak to that. Uh, oh, yeah. I was just going to say, I also mainly want to bring that part up because... Um, in general, people don't, apparently the most common thing is, this is very common. Yeah, um, we we talked to quite a few, we didn't talk to a lot of people, and let me make this first side note. I do, but I don't apologize for the people we did not tell about what was going on. Um, self was on a very need to know, like we had, we needed certain outsources and people we had to communicate, but please... If you feel some type of way about it, I understand, but I also don't feel bad because this is our personal business and I'm not going to apologize for stuff that is our personal business. But there's a lot of people who we did speak to because it affected some of our work and the timing with like appointments and everything like that. And they, a lot of what we kept getting told was um, 
very much happened. Um, we've had multiple people share about their unfortunate experiences with miscarriages. And maybe in the future, we'll um, do a episode kind of talking about all the struggles and challenges of trying to have children, child, uh, family planning, all that stuff. And what are the risks on that? I think that might be something we really want to do. But it was just something that was a lot going on. And like the coach of scientists said, there are some things that I thought might trigger me, but didn't. I will say that um, being a elementary school teacher, I had a lot of concerns because it happened right as I was getting um, ready to go on winter break. And it's very hard at times to see all these children that I already care about as if they're like my pseudo kids that I look out for. And I'm proud of them. I, I celebrate their victories. I support them when they have their lows. And one thing that I'm very appreciative of the culture scientists and other people is that I know oftentimes some people think, well, you think about the, the woman, rightfully so, in these situations, but there are certain things that the male or the father or in some cases baby daddy are processing in this whole thing that they, I won't say isn't addressed because that's not, that's an overarching um, statement, but I will say it is, um, how do you put it? it's not highlighted as much because it's very briefly so about the woman and her body, making sure that she's okay. But there are things that uh, the husband or the boyfriend or the significant other has to process with this whole process. Because a lot of times I know for me, the big struggle is just, there's literally nothing I could do while all this stuff was going down, except for to be supportive and just be there and just hold space and try to support as best I can. And giving myself room to to kind of feel what I feel with everything else that had been going on, just learning to feel what I feel. I just want to, and for me, not every per not every person is gonna experience this the same. But I think I was more, I was very concerned about, oh my gosh, I told you many people and it was too soon, and blah, 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 blah. However, this is me. I also came to the conclusion that. You know, I share my story. I share my life. And this is who I am. I can't really hide that aspect of me. We choose to say when we, we choose to share when we want to share. Um, and I think us being able to have this podcast is also gives us a platform for us to also work through our grief and work through our processing. It also shares so other people know that they're not alone. Because I think that also pissed me off the most. Was having it, it all it covered me, but it pissed me off. And how many people have experienced this, but I was unaware of how common this was. Yeah. So that just kind of annoyed me. So I also want to be able to create a space of well, maybe that's the purpose of why I share my stories often, and that I'm not as fragile. And I, that was also partially I wanted to make sure, like, figure out what that person is feeling in that moment. But yeah, you know. All in all, we're okay. We actually went to the doctor this past Friday, had a great conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, just to understand moving forward, what's it like, what should I expect, and all the good things. And especially A, now that it's basically we will technically be planning what that looks like, mm -hmm. um, especially with a person living with the virus like me, mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that. So, you know. Welcome to our journey. We won't share every step of the way. I was about to say, but of course, we'll provide little droplets and the highlights. 
about to say, I, one thing I'm going to keep it simple, our business is our business. Anything that we keep in-house stays in-house. If you know, feel blessed to be trusted enough to know. If you don't know, please understand it's not anything personal. We just, everybody's got to move differently, man. I'm. It's not the trope of new year, new me. It's We it's a rule of insanity. We keep doing what we've always done. We're gonna keep always getting what we've already already gotten. So yeah. Um, but with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and move into one of your favorite segments on this podcast. You know it, you love it. Um, we're gonna get right into the mix of it. Play the copyrighted music. Hopefully, you got some good ones. Okay. Um, honestly, listeners, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. I didn't really watch a lot of uh sports over the course of the last couple of months. Um, you know, ever since the proposal, it's been kind of like there's so much to do that you're just kind of like you forget unless it's like a Sunday or something like that. But uh with that said, uh the last time you heard from us listeners, college football ended up going uh into the playoffs. Final four teams was Washington, Michigan, Alabama, and Texas. Florida State was slighted because they had an undefeated season that felt like they should be in the CFP uh, since they had no losses this year. But they did lose their starting quarterback prior to the selection, which I believe was the reason why they were handicapped. It shouldn't have been, but it probably was the reason. And, I mean, let's be honest. When they went into the Orange Bowl against Georgia, Georgia smacked them up so bad that you would have thought it was a week one score. The final score of that game was 63 to 3. Damn. Listen, let me say it again. 63 to 3 in a bowl game. Yeah. Um, the college playoff or a college championship came down between Michigan and Washington. And Michigan's defense, I ain't gonna lie, I watched part of that game. That defense was swarming to the point where the quarterback had to play with a bruised rib. And that man, every time he got hit, he winced. But he, I got to give it to him. Um, can't remember his name now. I want to say it's Haney, Haney, Hallie, something like that. I think his first name is Um, uh, Something, something, Penix Jr. Penix. Washington. That's what it is. Penix. Penix, uh, Penix Jr. Shout out to him. He's got he's got great toughness because uh, he definitely was staying in it. He's like, look, this is my last game. I know I'm going to the league. I'm going to uh, tough this thing out. And even though he couldn't deliver a win, He's definitely going to get paid in the NFL. Uh, going into the NBA, and last time you heard from us listeners, they did the in-season tournament. Me and Teacher Base Lakers won the in-season tournament. Yeah. As an old-school NBA head, still kind of don't care. <laughs> it really doesn't mean much to me. If it ain't an NBA championship, like an actual final championship – I don't care. Maybe for the new people, maybe that might be, you know, something cool. But for right now, I guess I have to see how this plays out. Um, and obviously, since the play, since that, that end-season tournament, Lakers have been playing like shit. Just call it what it is. Whether it's the lineups, whether it's the shooting, whether it's the – they've been playing like shit. So um, we'll see what happens as they go into the All-Star break. Wouldn't be surprised if there might be a coaching change or if there's a trade involved. Regarding some role players, also Cam Reddish, um, I'm going to need you 
to uh, go to the gym and not leave until you put a thousand. I need you to have that Brandon Ingram treatment. What Brandon Ingram did in the summer, I need you to do that because you, you you look horrible. Um, John Moran came back from his gunshot. Well, that sounds horrible. He came back from being caught with a gun on social media, went through the whole necessary uh, therapy and procedures, got back into the got back into the league. First game hits the game winner, being topped on Victor Wimbanyama, and then went out with a went out for the season with a torn labrum. <laughs> like you can't make that up. That man was in there for maybe like five games. We're like, oh, well, the end of the shoulder, it's gone. <laughs> so. uh yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see how the West is going to shape up. Um, Brother X's Warriors, um, Draymond Green, the Wild. Well, um, um, we I, I appreciate you being respectful in this time. I have not talked shit about Lakers in twenty twenty four. Be respectful. That's all I'll say. Carry on, Mister Smith. I'm being respectful. I'm just saying Draymond Green was wild. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh no, no, no! Get that motherfucker off the team. <laughs> I'm, I'm at that point. Get that motherfucker off the team. I don't care if he go play in the big three, the Euro three, the Italian three, Shanghai Sharks. Get him out of here. I'm 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 good. I don't need a dog. I'd rather the team uh, rebuild. Damn. Damn. And and the sad part is y'all just gave him an extension. I think last summer, right? Yes. Literally oh, this past summer. Yes. Oh damn. <laughs> Well, so much for that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it could, it could be worse. You, you could be the Rockets with uh, Dylan Brooks. <laughs> nigga, at least they are a cohesive team. They're not good, but they're a team. Nigga, I got people who play, play at the rec league and one good player. Mm. Yeah, true. Um, and then lastly, the NFL. For the NFC, the 49ers ended up winning the first, ended up securing a number one seed on the NFC side, which they have home field advantage throughout the playoffs if they continue to win up until the Super Bowl. Um, the Eagles imploded, which I, I'm still like, what the hell happened? You guys started off so good. And then all of a sudden, it just was like lost. lost like, okay, we're going to take away the tush push. And you got nothing. It's like literally um, Stefan Urkel being transferred back to Steve Urkel. Like, what happened? The AJ Brown is pissed off because of the quarterback. I don't know. But then, not to make it any better for the NFC East, the Cowboys, I believe they got the second seed. I can't remember they got the second or the third seed. I want to say they got the second seed. They went up against the Green Bay Packers in the playoffs. And listeners, if you know anybody that knows football, the first thing they're going to say is, it don't matter what seed the Cowboys have. Whatever game they come in in the playoffs, they're going to choke. And what happened? The Green Bay Packers went into Dallas and smacked them up. I just was like, damn. I, I don't, and then I don't know what was going on between Dak and CeeDee Lamb, but I was just like, um, okay. Well, this was, this was, this was fun. Uh, shout out to the Detroit Lions for getting a win against the Matthew Stafford Rams and moving on their first win in over 30 years. That's crazy. But, yep. I mean, it's Detroit Lions. So, oh, shout out to Daddy Smith. I told you I was going to say it on a podcast. Shout out to Daddy Smith Lions. Y'all, y'all, I mean, uh, y'all did y'all thing. 
Uh, sorry, not Daddy Smith. Daddy Clark. Daddy Clark slides. Y'all did y'all thing. Um, for the AFC, the Ravens, my Ravens, my Baltimore Ravens. Last time you heard from us listeners, the Ravens, they started smacking up everybody. <laughs> we got to the 49ers at Christmas, and everybody on everybody was on 49ers, like, oh man, they're gonna run through the Ravens, da da da, whatever. Listeners, the Ravens made Brock Purdy look like a pop Warner quarterback. This man threw three interceptions in the first half. Literally. The, to the point where our star safety got uh, a illegal blindside block, so there's a flag, got pancaked on or got fell on. Man got up. His teammate tipped the ball to him, and he got the interception. My Ravens ended up destroying the 49ers, destroying the Dolphins. And I mean, Ravens, I mean, listeners, that game wasn't even close. And then beating up the Jaguars. We ended up losing to the Steelers, but let's be clear, the Steelers ended up, uh, you know, they had to play, had something to play for. We ended up to play for, so we rest our starters. Steelers ended up getting beaten by the Bills, which was great because with the Steelers out and the Browns getting beat by the Texans, we're the only AFC North team left, which is great. Um, so I'm going to say that to say this. All that sounds good. With the Wait, fact that I'm sorry, real quick. I don't mean to steal your thunder. And if I do, you can edit me out. Um, listeners, if you know, Cam Newton was right. There's a whole lot of game managers. Mm. There ain't a lot of game changers. I don't care what you say. Brock Purdy, you on the clock. Just know that <laughs> your time is waiting. You got rumor here on the couch. Carry on, Mr. Smith. No, that actually plays into my part, right? That actually plays into my point. Um, as he said, there's a lot of game managers and game changers, right? Brock Purdy, game manager. Tua would not try to pronounce that man's last name, game manager. Uh, we'll even go, let's go, I don't want to give him Sam Darnold. Mm, I'll say Jared Goff. Jared Goff, I'll say game manager. Lamar Jackson? Game changer. Patrick Mahomes. Game changer. You got people that can change the game with one play or with their electric play. So I say that to say everybody is everybody that's been getting on us since week one. They didn't said, oh, we're going to be third in the division. We'll probably be a wild card team. Or we might not even see the playoffs. The Bengals are going to take the AFC, blah, 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 whatever. Keep that same energy, my nigga. Okay. And for the Ravens players, if you listening, all that sounds good. All the accolades, the, you're the best, you're the triple crown with the defense, and Lamar might probably gonna get his second MVP. That don't mean shit unless you are hoisting that Lombardi Trophy in February. Let me say that again. That doesn't mean shit unless you are hoisting the Lombardi Trophy February. I don't care who we play. Y'all better be locked in the same exact way y'all were locked in this whole season. Because I recall a time in 2019, we were the one seed smacking everybody up. Get to the playoffs, and the Titans punched us in the mouth, and we never recovered. So, we got a game against the Texans about the time that you hear this recording. I'm looking forward to it. I want us to beat the Texans. Then we'll take on either the Bills or the Chiefs. And if we beat them, or when we beat them, I manifest it, we go on to the Super Bowl. And I need us to win. I need Lombardi to get that trophy. 
But I'll say it again. I don't care about MVPs. I don't care about stats. I don't care about whatever. Because at this rate, if we cared about stats, Peyton Manning would be the greatest player of all time. But he's not. Uh, Want to know why? Because there's a man named Tom Brady that won seven Super Bowls and ten tries. Let me phrase that. Let me let me make sure you understand that. Seven Super Bowls and ten attempts. Do you know how hard it is to make a Super Bowl? And for him to make ten of them in a 20, I think 23-year career or 22, something like something crazy. But you he this man has he has more rings than than whole franchises. That is when you go, oh yeah, you 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 got that. You get you again. This man has more rings than some people's relationships. Emotional damage. Hey yo. Although by that by that definition, then Jennifer Lopez got him beat. Hey, have you? I, I I'm gonna put it this way: Have you ever seen Thanos and Jennifer Lopez in the same room? No, but that's also because Thanos is a fusion of Jennifer Lopez and Tom Brady. They do the fusion dance and then be like, "I am inevitable." <laughs> that, that, that is a very interesting fusion. I wonder how Giselle feels about that. Too soon. She liked. She liked it. That's why she stayed with him for so long. Ah, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But uh, if you have any other questions, comments, or concerns, or you want to know more about the NFL, especially during the playoffs, hit up my boy Red Wolf on his YouTube and his Instagram. His links will be in the description below. All right. Plenty of the music. Um. All right, listeners. So we've already got some housekeeping stuff out of the way. Let's go ahead and get into what you've really been here looking for, which is Now Mind You. For those who do not remember since it's been so long, Now Mind You is a segment in the podcast where we talk about things that we find interesting on the internet, social media, Reddit. Uh, we hear from our friends. And we talk about it using a black vernacular of Now Mind You to tell you the key, vital, or other key information. Yes, Mr. Smith. I forgot to mention this in my intro, and I just want to, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode... Carrot and the Carrot Culture Podcast. I know y'all listening. That episode that y'all had with Brothers for oh, for the record, uh, listeners, please listen to the latest episode of the Carrot Culture Podcast. It has your one of your favorite hosts, Brother X, on the episode where they talk thank about you, Dream thank Bill. You, thank you. Um, y'all didn't have to slander J. Cole's albums like that. I understood. I understood the sideline story. I completely understood that. Born Center made sense. I agree that uh, 2014 Forest Hills Drives was S was S tier. No matter, it's it's iconic. Perfect. The fact the fact that uh, I forgot who said it, but the fact that somebody said KOD said trash. <laughs> Just I said what I said. <laughs> trash. I said damn. <laughs> I I would be real. I, I don't feel bad about what I said. You have to find out what I said in regards to that statement. But um, let's just say uh, certain people did nothing wrong. Let's put it that way. No. But, uh, hey, hey, I just needed to be known. Sideline story is J. Cole's worst album. There is another album that I do not care for because it is less hip. But I won't get into that. You got to listen to the episode and know what I'm talking about. Oh, and also, all the cause slander you're going to hear in that episode, <laughs> it is warranted. It is meant for. I do not miss my words. 
If I never hear another cause album, I am good. Listen, listeners, I don't, I, I was, I, he plays it in the car. And I was like, dang, uh, they went in a little bit. Yeah, he caught all the strays. Like, uh, my man was Meat Shield. Like, a little in, uh, bit? A little bit? Nigga, y'all empty, empty the clip on that nigga. All of you. <laughs> all of you. But if I can meet Kaz at Drinkville Fest, what up, though? Shameless, of course. No, it just it just means, Kaz, if you want to get back in our good graces, then that means you'll be giving us nations. Funds. Tickets. Backstage passes. Refunds to our already paid tickets. Meet up with J. Cole. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> New hey, pair yo. of dreamer shoes. Yes. Hotel funds. I, I'm, I'm gonna be real with y'all. Culture scientist got it. She said gas money. She wins. It don't care. It don't matter. <laughs> she wins. Gas money was real. Gas money was real. All right. So let's get into this first uh quick hitter story. Um listeners, why on um big back internet? Is there a thing called a niggerita? I don't know the restaurant. I don't know where it's at. But this thing is, I'm assuming, some type of peach or like some type of sweet tea, maybe like a Long Island. But this thing has not only two strips of bacon, a full cornbread muffin, and I'm assuming either two chicken tenders or one chicken tender and a full fried drumming. Why is the wing? That's a wing right That there. is a whole wow, it is a whole wing. I can the nigga tree has no bounds. Okay. So, real quick. Yes. First off, I like the good crunchy, you know. Coach of scientists. It is 2024. Okay. You better not order that when we go out. Hold on. Let me finish my thought. That look real crunchy, like perfection. Like I want that. It looks so good. It's gonna be soggy on the bottom. That's what can I say my point? <laughs> But it's so good to be point. back. <laughs> but hmm, that honestly doesn't look that bad. But my concern is that the whole that bacon is gonna be soggy. Look, my first concern, don't fuck up my bacon. Then the bottom of the whole chicken is gonna be soggy. The bottom of the biscuit is it on a mini plate? Why not just serve it on a mini plate? Why you gonna go on top of the drink? I get why, but like why? Kind of. Yeah. Mrs. Smith, you got any thoughts? Um I'm assuming that that actually is like an actual margarita in the drink, like because it had the rim. So I'm thinking that that might be sugar, salt in the rim. Um, yeah, there's there's been a lot of powerful niggatry at work, and this is one of them. I don't think I would ever. I agree with culture scientists. That chicken looked like it's fried to perfection. However, comma, I won't be eating that, nor will I be eating right. that bacon that has tequila soaked in the bottom with some. I just it it's it's a lot. Like. No. I, I, Brunch spots. I understand y'all doing a lot and you're trying to do stuff, but um, just just stick with the strip of grits and and the and the French toast. Just don't 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 do this. This is a lot. This is a lot. Uh, your insides gonna be terrible. Well, how you cook the food? If you cook the food fine. We might we still dog. You gonna have them BGs immediately. You gonna hear swag surfing. You gonna be swag surfing to the bathroom. And, and that's the thing that I'm thinking about, right? I'm thinking this, okay, so based on the plates, the, the video, it looks like they're at brunch, right? 
So yeah. let's just say for the sake of argument that it's a girls out brunch. Everybody dressed to the nine, whatever, looking good, sundresses all summer, whatever. Y'all get this? I don't see you making it out the bathroom for the rest of that brunch because that is going to be a problem. All that starch, salt, sugar, you know them drinks are going to probably be watered down because it's a drink special, probably. Mm. It's going to be all bad. No, thank you. Nah, we good over here. Speaking of unfortunate situations with food and drinks, um, you know, we've talked about it before um, on this podcast, talking about Keith Lee. He's a, I won't say a food reviewer, he's Keith Lee, as he would put himself. He, he's in his own lane. He's not a celebrity. He, he, he does what he wants. Um, people going to talk shit about him, but you can't fight him. Like, no, literally, you can't fight him. He was a former MMA fighter. But um, he's been doing... No. No, you're thinking about a totally different person. You may be thinking of like... That's beside the point. All right. Um, but basically, he's been doing, with his family, what she's done, like multiple places, um, food tours of different, I would say, major cities. Um, he's done Atlanta, he's done New Orleans, he's done Chicago, he's done New York, he's done a couple other different places, he's done LA. Um, he even ranked off his food tour cities for um 2023, which I believe New Orleans was number one. Um, oh, he also toured Atlanta because we talked about that on the show. Which listeners, I need you to understand if he said that your food and your service was trash. There might be something to it, especially if your name is Atlanta. But we won't talk about that right now. So um, his most recent one, or his first one of 2024, has been in the Bay Area. Or I want to say at least San Francisco. He said right around that area. Because mm. I think, matter of fact, Mr. Smith, play the clip. On the Keith Lee and family food tour is officially over prematurely and we're gonna get straight into it let's talk about it there are a few reasons why as a family we decided to end the food tour short but before i get to that i truly want to say from the bottom of my heart i appreciate every single bit of love the people of the bay were absolutely amazing and i'll never forget the hospitality and the love that y'all showed me reason number one i truly don't believe the bay is a place of tourists right now and that's what i was a tourist the people in the bay are just focused on surviving that's the business owners the locals the amount of tents and living structures and burnt up cars that we saw people living in was shocking to say the least before we went people was compared it to Gotham City. Now, I might not agree, but I understand where it's coming from. But I can't harp on it enough that the people are amazing. It's just an environment. And as an outsider, I wish the city would step in. I don't know if they have. I don't know if they've been trying. But just from outside looking in, it don't seem like it was much city interference. Reason number two, and this is in no particular order. We went to a lot of restaurants, popular restaurants, not popular restaurants, mom and pop shops. And this is the first city where I have over six videos that I don't feel comfortable with posting because nothing about my experience was constructive and nothing that I said was constructive. I've always been big on honesty. I've always been big on transparency, but I've never been big on completely tearing down anybody. And I feel like those six videos only doing that. And I've always said, I'm absolutely blessed to do this, but it does take a lot of money. It does take a lot of resources to do. At the moment, everything comes out of pocket. So when we had that many restaurants that we couldn't do anything with, that was just another deciding factor. Number three, and probably the most important, I had to go to the hospital because I had an allergic reaction to one of the meals I had. This restaurant in particular cooked a plethora of meats, including shellfish. My family specifically asked if they cooked it on the same grill. They said yes, but they would clean it. The second I ate it, I blew up like a balloon. I had to get some steroids and allergy medicine and it cleared right up. But it was a health concern nonetheless, and that was another reason why we decided to go home. I also think the Bay wasn't the target audience for what it is that we do. 90% of restaurants that the locals said had great food was already booming. And the people from the Bay are a loyal community. So if your food is good, the line gonna be out the door already and then again we went to some of those restaurants and i wasn't a huge fan and even if i did like all of the food at the busy spots that's never been my mo to just go to busy spots so those are the reasons why we decided to cut it short but nonetheless some amazing things did happen while we were there 
Chef Green's was one of the restaurants that I went to, and he had a new segment the day after we left. God is amazing. Mama T's also joined that category with a new segment the day after we left. God is amazing. And one of the places that we went that I didn't get a chance to post was the highlight of our trip. The name of it was Luxurious Cuisines. Customer service is absolutely amazing. And the food wasn't too far off of that. We went in as a family and we left for a $2,000 tip. So the trip itself wasn't all in vain. And again, I appreciate every single person that I met. I want to stress, it is not normal for us to go to restaurants, not like it, and not post it. Any other time we ran into the situation, I've always had some kind of constructiveness to say. This was just different. And again, I'm always going to be transparent. I'm always going to be honest. Thank you again to everybody in the Bay Area. We'll be headed to the next spot soon. God bless you. Have an amazing day. Y'all be safe. So you would think very clear, like one of the big things that I love about Keith Lee is that he's very particular with his words, very thorough, very precise and particular about what he is saying to get his point across so that hopefully, although we're on the Internet, so you know that things will go left, that hopefully his point and what he has gone through is very clear. Now, culture scientists, what does the Internet always do when they hear something? They go stupid. They go dumb, 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 speaking about being in the bag. There you go. Thank you. I knew you would come through, Coach Scientist. That's why you're my person. Thank Hello. you. Hello. That's the stuff I grew up on. So basically, they, people went dumb. People in the Bay were having reactions of like, oh, I don't know why he just went to these places. He's saying that that it's like it's it's like warfare and it's like ganglands out in uh, in the Bay Area and yada, yada, yada. That, listeners. Hopefully you that's not that's not what I heard. That's not, not what he said. So Keith Lee, as someone who tries to be very particular and doesn't let other people speak for him, he decided to do a follow-up post about the responses. Yes, he did. So Mr. Smith, before we play the next part, did you did you get it? Did you you understood what he was trying to say, right, Mr. Smith? Absolutely. Okay. He, I, I mean, just had to make sure maybe I was tripping. I don't know. No, he's pretty straight up. He said. I don't have anything constructive to say, so I'd rather just not post it and not tear y'all down. That I think that's pretty fair. Yeah, but you know, people go on people. So he had a response. Play the clip. So let's talk about it. I got this mask on because my allergies are still flared up. Number one, we didn't leave because of violence. Not at one point did we feel threatened or scared. We didn't get ran out of nowhere. I gave a list of reasons of why we left early. And one of those reasons is because I said, I don't believe the Bay is fit for tourists at the moment. And I said this specifically based on the spots that we had went to and the areas that we were in. I don't think any of the spots that we personally went to were conducive of a five to six hour wait time, especially with people coming directly off the plane. And when I say people, I mean tourists. I don't think they were conducive of coming straight off the plane and going and waiting to these lines. As a tourist, I wouldn't wait outside three or four hours in any of those areas. Not to say people don't or people shouldn't. I just said in my personal opinion, it didn't seem conducive. And I believe that message is synonymous with the locals because before we went, a lot of people were stressing the conditions of the Bay at the moment. News articles, locals, people that I spoke to on a daily basis. Number two, we went to a lot of cities. We didn't just go to Oakland and San Francisco. We went to six or seven different cities. I didn't name those specific cities because there's only a few restaurants that were recommended from those cities. And if I named the specific city, people will be able to figure out what restaurant I went to and didn't enjoy the food and they would go bully those specific restaurants, even off of just guessing. So I didn't want to put random restaurants at risk of being bullied and get negative reviews from people who've never been to that restaurant. But yeah, we went to other spots that wasn't Oakland, wasn't San Francisco. We went to the Bay. We went to trucks. We went to brick and mortars. We went to Michelin star restaurants. We went to a lot of places. And I personally wasn't a fan of a lot of places that we went to. And I said in a previous video, it was to a point where I wasn't constructive. Now, if I don't like the food or if I don't like the customer service or I don't like the experience and I can still be constructive, I will be. And I've always been that. 
I've always been transparent with that. But this is the first time where I feel like I didn't have that, so I didn't do it. Number three, I'm not a food influencer or a content creator. I'm Keith. A lot of people were applying that I don't do enough research or I should have a food tour guide when I go to these cities. I'm a normal person and our food tour has been guided for normal people. It hasn't been guided for people who can reach out to the number one food influencer in each city or a celebrity in each city that could be a personal tour guide for them. I want you, my mom, my family, and whoever else don't got 50 million followers to have a good experience in these places. And I'm not going to tell you I'm having an amazing experience only based on the perks that I get with having 50 million followers. But I want to be very clear. I'm not saying I'm not tapped in or I don't do my research and watch the biggest food influencers of each city. I do. I do a lot of research. I watch a lot of videos. And as of late with the last two stops, it just so happened that I have reached out to some people. But these are people that I genuinely respect and be what I actually want to be in real life. Can I improve? Absolutely. Is there more research to be done? Absolutely. But do I feel like I should have to have a tour guide or the biggest celebrity or the biggest food influencer of each city to have an enjoyable time? No. This is the last point that I'll touch on. Right now, we are in the research stage of doing a food tour. We are in the very beginning of the food tour. It literally just started six months ago. We are using this time to polish it and refine what it is that we do. So if we are blessed enough to have a TV show, we can know what works for us and what don't work for us. So that way, when we do go to these networks, we are solid in our foundation. So I can still authentically be myself, just on a bigger platform. And past all of that, I always say I'm a festival guy. I truly believe I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And if you disagree with me and you don't like me, I fully get that. And I'm not mad at you. I'm really not. Again, the people in the Bay were amazing. I'm going to say it again. It's unfortunate that my allergies flared up. But I never once looked at the entire trip to the Bay as a fail or a disappointment. And I would appreciate if these blogs and these media would stop saying I did. God bless you. Have an amazing day. I'll be safe. Or as Will Smith said that one time, keep my name out your... I'm sorry. No, no. We leave that in 2023. Okay. Yes. Coach of Scientists. I personally don't think he needed to do this video. Um, I think he said all he needed to say in his first video. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy, I'm fine that he did this video, I think, if you, but it was a little bit redundant. Like, he got the point across. After a while, now you're just arguing with the trolls. So you're either an influencer or you're not an influencer. And I get it that you just want to be in your own lane. I get that that's all the stuff, and I'm team him, and I think he's a great message. It's cool that you want to do tour guides now, uh, but does that change his message of him getting tours? That's fair. Because he just said in the same message, mm -hmm. again, then he popped, was it paused, and then it played, and it was redundant of what he just said. Mm -hmm. so that's all I have to say about that part. Like All in all, I agree that people overreacting and went stupid and dumb and have no idea probably what they're talking about and they probably have comments and you know but we can't always say everything people say to heart very true i would agree i think a big part of it is is that one no one ever wants to have their home area be put down or seen in a negative light and i remember one of the biggest reasons why we talked about it on the podcast before was because atlanta was in this big helpful and puffle about Oh, the talk, he came there and he experienced bad service and some of the food wasn't that great. You know what we're going to talk about? How he's misrepresenting the city and I don't know why you would come here and who is Keith Lee? Dog, that doesn't address the problem. I'm going to say it right now. I love Atlanta. Service can be a lot better. The atmosphere of brunch spots being clubs, got to chill out. Dog, it's not that deep. Like, dog, sometimes I don't need twerking while I'm eating my chicken and waffles. Give me my couple of mimosas, a good, um, my cheesy grits, and call it a day. 
I'm good. It don't need to be all that. And I will say I do agree with this point about people like us going to a spot and having to wait a couple hours is not a spot that people want to go to. Like no, I love me some flying biscuit. We know I love me some flying biscuit. If you try to uh, sponsor us, we will take biscuits. A reservation. Standing reservations. <laughs> that part. <laughs> you know, like those are places that locals know that you're going to have to go and you're going to have to wait. Right. Or then you have to get there early. Those are things like that. Right. So, like, that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about going to a place and, okay, you, got, you have a day to chill. You spend three hours waiting in line for some food. That's not really a spot. So he's trying to go off for normal places. So I right. get what he's talking about. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. And I think Harvard, too, is just like, hey, he used is he did a lot of great wording of it. But as simple as uh, an expression we learn in the Black community as a child, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. That's what it really boiled down to when he's... You just realize, like, hey, if I'm becoming mean-spirited and it's not doing what I set out to do, why am I going to put someone else at risk who I've already said has already got enough struggle on the plate? They don't need bad reviews where a couple bad reviews can get a place shut down. We've seen it happen. Yo, just chill out. Mr. Smith, any thoughts? I just want people to understand that as society, right, what he's doing is real. Right. He says it all the time. He said it when we talked about it last time. He doesn't do it for those influencers, or those bloggers that could use their name to get to the front of the line. He does it for everyday people like us that have to go to these places. And, OK, it's an hour away or an hour and a half wait. And don't get me wrong. Right. So we'll just say, for instance, say it's Valentine's Day. You're taking your wife slash fiance slash girlfriend slash baby mama slash side chick slash sneaky link slash whatever the hell you want to call it. You're taking her out. Every place that's going to be booked up because obviously they know like it's a holiday. So we're expecting a wait then. But then when you're talking about a normal freaking Friday and BQE has a two and a half hour wait at 9 a.m. For what? Why? For what? Some French toast? Some chicken and waffles? Some cheesy What? So, yeah, that thing is real. Like, I understand that completely. And for those that are just like, well, maybe you need to get a food tour. Food tour. You need to tap in. You need to do this. You need to do that. Are you doing that? A lot of times that I have, I've actually sat back during this break that uh, we had the Truth for Transparency taken. I, had to, I actually had to ask myself, like, all these folks that have these opinions, are you doing said opinion that you are saying? Or are you just talking out your ass? That's they're not really normally right. So so it's just oh go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I just want to say, like it 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 everybody to me in this day and age is bored. Call it what it is. Whether you're a troll, whether you're not, whatever. Everybody wants to have their opinion. Everybody wants to think their opinion is the greatest opinion on earth or whatever. But at the end of the day, people just want to live. And if you're telling me that you got to troll this man and oh my gosh, like like this man almost, you know, was hurt or injured, not injured, but he had a bad reaction or an allergy that a lot of people know, which is a sad thing when you're telling, when you, a restaurant says, oh yeah, no, no, we can cook it and then we'll clean it and then, you know, we can give you the food. And then he just proved like, no, they don't, they don't clean it. And I almost died because of it. Like that's real. So 
let's all actually take the time to get back into the passion of what we like. If you like to do food, if you have a passion to have a restaurant or be a chef, then do everything within that passion. Don't just do it because, oh, there's a money grab there because it'll show in your product and it'll show in these types of moments where, like you said, it's a lawsuit. That is legit a lawsuit. If you ask and then they did it and and they said they did it, they didn't do it and then you had to go to the hospital. Are you ready for that money grab that you're talking about to have to pay that bill, to pay those uh, lawsuit bills? I'm not, but teach yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, just just leave, leave the boy alone. Let him do his thing. Um, if you're not going to bang with him, don't bang with him. Mute him, block him, whatever the case may be. He's going to go about his life. We're all going to go about our life. And we're still going to get a reservations for brunch. But what we're not going to do um, is, this is the older story. Of, I don't know. Mr. Smith, you said you were taking this one or am I taking this one? I'll take this one. Okay. So let me cue this up for you guys. So this is a story that me and the culture scientists heard um, slightly before Christmas during um, our break where you think you would think culture scientists donating a kidney to somebody is a really nice gesture, right? Yeah, in this case, this story went really wrong. Mr. Smith, take it away. So the story reads, New York mom fired after donating kidney to help her boss. A New York, Island, a New York Long Island woman said she was fired after she donated kidney to help save the life of her boss. Debbie Stevens, a 47-year-old divorced mother of two, filed a formal complaint with the New York State Human Rights Commission last Friday, claiming her boss used her for her organ, then fired her after the woman got what she wanted. Stevens' boss, 61-year-old Jackie Bruchia, is one of the West Islip controllers for Atlantic Automotive Group, a billion-dollar dealership operator. Bruchia hired Stevens in January 2009 as an assistant. She just started treating me horribly, viciously. Inhumanly after the surgery, Stevens told ABC News. It was almost like she hired me just to get my kidney. Although Stevens turned out to be less than a perfect kidney match for Brucia, Stevens donated her organ to an out-of-state stranger so that Brucia couldn't move up on an organ donor list. I'm going to pause right there. My nigga, what? You, you're getting mad or getting upset at somebody who literally gave an organ so that you could move up in the list to get your life saved? There is a special place in hell, but we're going to keep going. Um, Steven left the company in June of 2010 and moved to Florida. She returned to New York in September to visit her daughter and decided to stop in at the dealership, according to the complaint. It was during this visit that Brucia told Stevens of her need for a kidney transplant. She said she had a possible donor, a friend or something, Steven said, but I told her if anything happened that I'd be willing to donate my kidney. She kind of jokingly replied, you never know, I might have to take you up on that one day. A few months later, Stevens moved back to Long Island and asked Brucia if she had any job openings. Brucia hired her within weeks. Then in January of 2011, Stevens said her boss called her into her office and asked if she was serious about donating her kidney. I said, yeah, sure. This isn't a joking matter, Stevens said. I did not do it for job security. I didn't do it to get a raise. I did it because it's who I am. I didn't want her to die. When tests revealed that Stevens was not the best match, doctors agreed to let her give her kidney to someone in Missouri, which gave Brucia a higher place in the organ donor list. I'm going to skip that part. She returned to work four weeks later after her surgery and said that's when the problems began. I don't have words strong enough or large enough to describe her treatment of me, Stevens said. Screaming at me about things I never did, carrying on to the point where she wouldn't even let me leave my desk. It was constant, constant screaming. Stevens says she was demoted and moved to a car dealership 50 miles from her home. 
She said the mental stress got even worse with her supervisor calling her an actress. It got so bad that I start to tear up at times. After consulting a psychiatrist for her mental stress, Stevens hired attorneys who sent a letter to Atlantic Automotive Group. Stevens was fired within a week. When reached by ABC News, AAG referred all calls about the case to Jackie Bruccia, Stevens' supervisor, who could not be reached for comment at either the car dealership or her home. It is not known whether Bruccia has legal representation at this time. I'm going to skip the rest of this because we, we said it's an old uh, story. Like, this was well over 10 years ago. But I just want to point out one big thing. Well, two. One. How in the blue hell did you get demoted and moved to a car dealership 50 miles from your house for saving someone's life my nigga i would be ready to you would have to see these hands feet bare knuckles brass knuckles bar I, it's getting ready to be an ecw hardcore match when i get done with you i that, about to say the other person about to have no kidneys you're gonna fuck around <laughs> and find out get these kidney shots Listen, it's about, it's about to be UFC in this joint. And then the second thing, you hired attorneys who sent a letter to the Atlantic Automotive Group and you got fired in a week? Again, folks. Now, again, let's let's for, for context, this was 10 years ago, so maybe they didn't know. But if you do realize that yeah, she has a case, like, yeah, she voluntarily did it, but then the harassment in your guidelines, yeah, she has a case. You guys are screwed. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, any thoughts, culture scientists? Basically, what he said, like this, how you gonna say that is not what happened when it it, it kind of like it's obvious, like you fired her because you didn't get the kidney. Like, it, like it would be one thing if in a really fucked up way, it would be one thing if you guys were an actual match, but you weren't even a match. So it was like, even if you got the kidney, it wasn't going to help you. To begin with, and it would have failed, and you'd be right back in the same position. So, miss me with all that bullshit. Um, you know what is some other bullshit? Um, you know it, you love it. We got our local Florida story of 2024, the first one. Um, I'm not even gonna uh, set it up for you. I'm just going to uh, play this clip. Ready, Mr. Smith? I'm home and. My driveway's gone. What used to be a concrete slab outside 1438 Bethesda Street is now a patch of dirt that she didn't ask for. Someone took her driveway as she was trying to get ready for Christmas. Of all the things that you worried about getting stolen, did you think the driveway was one of them? <laughs> no, not at all. Yes, listeners, this woman had her driveway stolen. You know what she reminds me of? What does it remind you of, Coach Scientist? What was that one? What was it in Detroit? Yes. When their when their porch was Christmas. I don't know if it was around Christmas time, but whoever is building these houses, dog, I don't know what you got to do, dog. I don't know how I would feel. How you steal a driveway without somebody noticing? Oh, uh, it got to be on some Bugs Bunny like Looney Tune type shit. Like he leads the state to saw and, and chops into the ground because it's not like it was like parts. Like, like, there's, like, some pieces where they broke it up. That shit is smooth, clean, gone. Like, they lifted it up like it was a lid on a, on a jar. Maybe somebody weep over week slowly but surely put some, like, loosening. I don't know. Like, how do you not notice that? Like, where are like, you driving off down the neighborhood with this big-ass thing of, like, concrete in your truck or whatever? Like, what are we doing? Um, So, 
with all that out of the way, let's go ahead and give you like the actual uh, background. So this actually happened in Tampa, Florida, where a Florida woman attempted to sell her home, who was attempting to sell her home, was left shocked and searching for answers after her entire driveway was stolen last month. Amanda Bruchu, that's the closest I'm going to get, first shared her shocking story on GoFundMe back in December 28th. She said shortly after listing her Orlando area home for sale, she began getting calls from people claiming they were sent by a landlord to replace the driveway. That's how they got stolen. Interesting. The problem? The homeowner who owned the house says she never needed a new driveway. So according to WFTV, uh, the owner's son told her that the people had stopped by the house to measure the driveway. The local outlet said that the owner counted five different contractors in the span of just a few days. Then one day when she came home, she found ripped up grass and a muddy patch in the place where her once concrete driveway used to sit. Yes, coach scientist. Why still a driveway? Is concrete or cement? What's the club now? It's, Is it worth anything? It's not. There's no value. And I would assume there's no value unless you break it down. And I feel like I feel like Mr. Smith just gave me the like. Really, culture scientist look. Very much so. You know him. <laughs> he he had you have the you have the right questions, but like, he also I looked over and all I saw was that like really. Yes. All right. <laughs> Let's continue. So basically, she came home and she said her driveway is gone. According to WFTV, she had confronted one of the contractors who said a man named Andre reached out to him to ask about a driveway replacement quote. The contractor said that Andre claimed to be the owner's landlord. Interesting. While I was prepared to head out of town for my birthday and Christmas with my children, I received a ring doorbell notification that someone was outside of my door ripping up the driveway before my eyes, she wrote in the GoFundMe campaign. She added that by the time the cops got to her house, her driveway was only dirt. First and foremost, I know you, you did the right thing by calling the police or whatever, but it, my question is, what necessarily is the police going to do if they drive away with all that concrete? Hopefully they can't drive that fast. <laughs> Dog, I, hey, these are some really great questions. So she continued stating to the police that called the number of whomever requested the job and they first denied it and hung up on the cops. Bad idea. Then proceeded to text the cops it was a mistake and sent the number of a supposed contractor that was actually the number to the Orlando airport. Only in Florida. Um, they said that he said it was a mistake. She told WFTV he just got the address wrong. Nothing else will happen again. The next week, her driveway was gone. The site even left the homeowner's real estate agent, um, Rocky Sanchez, in disbelief. Utter shock, she said. I've never seen this before. I've never had this happen to myself or anyone in office. Um... It just kind of goes on. Basically, yeah, basically the GoFundMe, uh, GoFundMe happened. She ended up getting sponsored for a new driveway when the story hit the news and she donated the money to charity. So it had a happy ending, of course. But um, yeah, that's just wow. Mrs. Smith, any thoughts? One, <laughs> I've, I thought the Detroit story was wild. Well, homeboy stole an entire porch and steps. But nigga, you stole a whole driveway. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I got... I just that's a that's a lot to handle. Um, and then two, I'm glad that there's still some human decency where 
her GoFundMe, she ended up raising, I think, like $10,000 or $11,000, something like that. And then I want to say, I want to make sure I get the name of the, um, of the, uh, I think it was a radio station that did it. Um, well, I'll, I'll put it in, I'll put it in the show notes, but there was a radio station that ended up sponsoring her, uh, to actually give her a brand new, um, driveway with no, no questions asked. Hey, we, you don't, you don't get, we ain't, you don't got to pay nothing. And she said, you know what, since y'all did that, I'm going to just put, I'm going to just, uh, uh, push it forward or give it forward and pass it forward. That's what I'm trying to say. Pass it forward. And she ended up giving the money to uh, charity, which like we said, I'm glad she has a happy ending, but who hot people, people, why are we stealing? Um, why are we still in porches and driveways in 2024, 2023? Why? Why? <laughs> what they do to y'all? The only time that I will understand that is if, is if, like, I've seen videos of, I'm going to call it what it is, white people, uh, get a quote for a job, get the thing done, then complain about the fact that it's too pricey or whatever that they won't pay for it. Then it's like, okay, if y'all going to do that after you had negotiations, you have a contract and they decide not to pay for it, then I say, okay, go ahead and take that shit. What? This? That's crazy. That's, 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 I, I like she said, I've never heard anything like that before either. So I'm glad she got, she got a happy ending out of this. Dog, I will never forget. And Mrs. Smith, you'll know immediately what I'm talking about. Ed, Ed, and Ed. This is one <laughs> Fucking episode where Ed got in so got in trouble for something really stupid. Like, mind you, they just be he was an abused child. They put that boy in the basement, but that's a story for another day. He got in so much trouble that he couldn't hang out with his friends because it because of that he got in trouble. What he got in trouble for that they took his stairs. They like maybe we'll put well, I'll have to find it in the find it on internet, put in like our post for social media. But they took his fucking stairs. That should have been our first indicator that nothing was sacred. Hell, black parents would take the door off the hinges to make let you know whose house it is. Yep. So ain't nothing sacred anymore, including driveways. I, I get that. And I, and yes, you're right. I do remember that episode because I looked at it and was just like, it said, Ed, where's your stairs? They took it. Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. This ain't no just three little steps. <laughs> Nigga, that's like 15 stairs. It took a whole staircase? Yo. Ed, Ed, and Eddie, shout out to them. That was a good classic, cartoon. Classic, 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 classic. Um, you know it's not classic. Uh, when keeping it real goes wrong, listeners, I know you've probably seen this by now, but you know we gotta give our take on it. Um, Las Vegas judge was uh, sentencing a gentleman um, about something for a domestic violence case. I think it was. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Smith. No, it was it was assault. It was it was assault battery battery yes so we won't play the video because it's just audio but basically you've probably seen the viral clip where this man literally gets sentenced or is in the process of being sentenced and my man does a full-on troy palomalu uh ray lewis coming uh wide receiver coming across the middle form tackle over her podium and attacks her while he's being sentenced listeners when i tell you this technique like my man got airtime like you gotta understand, his the judge's podium, I think it's the term, is elevated. 
He's down maybe slightly below. He runs, jumps, clears it like he's clearing a hurdle or the high jump or whatever, and tackles her, like four-man tackle. And here's the crazy part. The judge came back to work the next day. If anybody needs to take a day off, dog, you tackle me while I'm trying to do my job. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm good. I'm not coming in for a week. I'm under the. I'm under duress. I need compensation. But she came back and she sentenced the man the next day, I believe. Dog, when I kid you not, he had on this full on like, um, not Bane, but uh, Signs of the Lambs mask of Hannibal Lecter because of all this stuff. Dog, the amount of shit he was, sheesh. Here are some, like all of his charges. This is crazy. Any thoughts, coach scientists? Will be a judge or a teacher or a cop or a lawyer. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Mr. Smith, you have any thoughts? The fact that this man was originally going to be sentenced uh, for, I believe, his battery. Try to make sure I remember it correctly. It, it was attempted battery with substantial bodily harm. And after all that was said and done, homeboy came back in and she said, oh, it's you again. Let me show you where you effed up at. So not only are you going to get charged for that, you're also going to get charged with coercion, with force or threat of force, extortion, intimidation of public offenders, disregard of safety, battery by a prisoner, unlawful act of excreting fluid by a prisoner, and battery on a protected person. Dog. No, 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 no. <laughs> I gotta give him. I gotta give him his form, though. Homeboy definitely did a hit stick tackle like his man two thousand five. But I, I, that, that, not the place of time. But I will say it reminded me that there was a, a similar situation uh, back in uh, two years ago where a woman kind of did the same thing. Only difference was. Uh, you know the statement, white men can't jump? Well, apparently white women can't either. Don't believe me? Just listen to the video. Contempt it doesn't court. make any difference. We will serve uh, 10 days for contempt of court. Miss Hardwick has other ideas. Go now. <laughs> and like that, she is on the judge's bench. This is a judge's worst nightmare. The judge is just inches from this crazy woman who is uh, apparently set on doing her harm but before you know it and before she can reach the judge deputy adam dodson steps in so i know y'all can't see it listeners but i'm gonna just do a quick description for you this white lady tried to jump and get airborne on the desk and you know like as a kid when you try to jump up on a high piece but you couldn't do it so you had to crawl yourself up on it that's what she tried to do now this had to be some i don't know where this was but i'm gonna assume it's like a country type of town or whatever because the officers walked way too casual to come get her Lily grabbed her, pulled her off, and then whoever was the young officer, I'm talking about this man, Kurt Angle, slammed her into next millennium. I said, dang. But I say that to say, I understand in the, in the moment, like, you get frustrated, you just want to do something, but what did that do? You're still going to get sentenced. You're still going to get charged. And now you're going to add more stuff on that for a dumb decision. Yeah, she did that. Funny is in the video the two officers are just kind of looking down at her and she can kind of hear her still like cussing them out 
And I'm like, but they're just looking at you like, my oh, little girl, <laughs> sit down. Stop it. That's what it looked like. Like, mind you, yeah, I think Mr. Will said this, but if not, they're older officers. So it's very much just like, dog, I am maybe two months away from my pension and retirement. I ain't got time for this bullshit, ma'am. Sit your ass down. Just sit your ass down. Go somewhere. Dog, it really upsets me. And I don't even know why it upsets me. But, dog, she didn't get no airtime. Like, dog, her feet never came into uh, view on the video. Her feet never left the ground. At all. Dog. Point learned is don't be coming at uh, uh, judges and all that stuff and assaulting people. And definitely don't be like this next story. Mr. Smith, I'm so disgusted. You take it away. <laughs> so uh, apparently in our Congress, there's a story that says Senate staffer fired after X-rated video shows him allegedly having sex inside of a congressional hearing room. An employee of the Senate has been terminated after he allegedly recorded a video of himself engaging in sexual activity within a congressional hearing room. The room in which the video was recorded uh, has been a silent observer of several significant historical events, such as former FBI Director James Comey's testimony on Donald Trump in 2016 and the 9-11 Commission hearings. I'm not even going to try. Mace Zeropsky? I'm going to give myself kudos because I think that's close enough. Hey, hey close enough. <laughs> Seemed to allude to the situation in a LinkedIn post, though, without explicitly referencing the video. This has been a difficult time for me as I have been attacked for who I love to pursue a political agenda, he wrote. While some of my actions in the past have shown poor judgment, I love my job and would never disrespect my workplace. The statement continued, any attempts to characterize my actions otherwise are fabricated, and I'll be exploring what legal options are available to me in these matters. Yeah. So to that I say, my nigga, you are on video getting back shots. In a Senate floor. I don't understand. I'm sorry. Why. What? <laughs> Hold pause the whole episode. Coach of scientist, you said what? I feel like saying something that was going to be outrageous. What did you say for the listeners who didn't hear that? I said it sounds hot. I said it sounds hot. For those that did not hear me in the back. What do you mean by that? I'm not saying good. I don't care, you know. It's the whole naughtiness of where you had sex. I'm not saying it's okay. That is not what I said. Hey, your first reaction was not, oh my goodness, it was, that's hot. My first reaction out loud to you guys was that, it was, uh, oh, that's hot. Listeners, I don't know what is happening to my wonderful wife over the break, but there is some very interesting choice of words. I'm sorry, Mrs. Smith, continue your thoughts. So what's the part that's making y'all look so, I mean, I get what's wrong, but what's making y'all say this is wrong? My nigga, so, there is place, there is a time and place. One, no face, no case, okay, that's 2024. Why? Why are you recording your shit in the places you should not be recording? Like, thank yes, you. The there. Yes, that's fine. You just want to get in trouble. Like, and if, is it him receiving the back shot or is he giving the back shot? Regardless, somebody getting fucked. Well, okay, so part of the video, right? Yes. Is, is the student who's like, ha ha, I got evidence. Like, that's different. Or was it him, you know, who did the video? That was my curiosity. I mean, all we know is that somebody was coming. If you really want to know my actual thought was, how old is the German student? And then the second part was, because before that part was, dun, 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 d
these are the stories. <laughs> 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 if we want to be honest about what actually went through my brain, that's what it was. I said, huh. <laughs> You. These are our stories. <laughs> In the city of New York, <laughs> we take cases of sexual assault very seriously. <laughs> In the District of Columbia. <laughs> Culture scientists. I'm gonna give that to you. That is that is yeah. That I <laughs> I did not see that coming, but whoa, oh, I'm sure he God. didn't either. I wanted to know. The thoughts that I had, that was yes. what I said out loud was like the fourth or fifth thought that came to my brain. I am glad you have shared with the class. Thank you. I am very appreciative of this. But I, um, I think she, I think she said it best, right? Like, all right, yes, there is such a a um, danger and mystique and and, and intensity. And, and euphoric vision of like, ooh, am I going to get caught having sex in the workplace? Cool. Like, we've done it. I get it. But why would you record it? Why? why? I, I really need people that came after those that were late 80s, early 90s to understand not everything has to be recorded. Sometimes, you want to know the best thing about millennials? We have this thing called memory banks where we actually can be like, yo, you remember that one time we was at that party? Yeah, but I bet you there ain't no video evidence about there. And the most that you're ever going to see is pictures of jeans and people throwing up peace sign. But what you didn't know was old girl was taking, nope, mm -mm, mm -mm, nope, I was hey. like, no, <laughs> no. Hey. It was more than one type of cap being worn that night. Yeah, I was like, um, you know what? Statue's limitations for her because she definitely, I know who the girl is and she definitely has a high profile job. Yeah, I'm not going to do that to her. But oh, oh no. you, you we, we protect the innocent over here. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm very concerned why you have this mischievous look on your face. Coach of scientists, where are you going with this? Speaking of videos, uh huh. did you know, Mr. Smith, that the state of North Carolina and actually, yeah, requires age verification like through different websites for porn websites now. Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? Say Say what? Say what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just trifling. Niggas can't get their rocks off no more, man. They can't go to the hub. I happened to go to Pornhub the other day. And it was just like, oh no, you can't watch me. That's what the fuck. <laughs> Hitting the refresh button, like, hey, there's something wrong with the website. <laughs> I happened to bleep, put it on. And I said, oh, now, now I'm bad. Because now, <laughs> now I want to watch it. So I'm like, oh, hell no. You know, I haven't been to the website in about, I don't know, maybe three months. For a moment. So I go. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm saying, no, no, no. We're not even going to fuck around. And I, they did the whole, I read, I don't read them shits. I read the shit. <laughs> you read the, you must be 18 year old. No, I read the, I read the why you can't do any, why they're not doing the, uh, the verification oh. thing. And oh. I was they're like, the state of, as you may, as you probably know, the state of North Carolina is asking for age, ver age verification. And then it was like, some, some, but 
basically saying it's harder. They don't want to do it. They don't want to do it per person or something like that. And I was like, oh, all right. All right. So then I tried to find, I was like, is this for all sites? So then I went to like deeper, deeper tricks you, deeper lets you go halfway through. They act like you signed up. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> then, no, 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 no. Mr. Smith, go ahead. Deeper lets you sign on, huh? That's definitely what he, she, and they said. Continue. <laughs> go ahead. Mm. Until it until it hurts your feelings, okay? Until it hurts, okay? Because I all the way through, they they make you pay to even view anything. So then you have to pay a dollar. So I said, okay, I'll try to pay a dollar. When you finish the dollar part, then they're like, oh, please do your age verification. Bitch, what? <laughs> you made me do all of this? You should have told me this before I did it. Because I want to say no, thank you. And then I would try to do websites. Some age verification website. <laughs> Who's the other one? How the fuck did we get here? <laughs> no. <laughs> I am putting down the gavel. First time of 2024. I am cutting you off early. We are not going to incriminate ourselves. Mr. Smith. Put the cue, the first one of the year. We'll be right back. We're talking about video. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I'm upset for myself more than anything. I think I'm more upset for the people who like, who really just like Pornhub a lot. You, you feel pretty, you gonna stand on business about the pup, the hub? So like, why are you telling people who can get a nut and who cannot? On, the on their personal computer. Now, as long as it's not the childless, you know, that's different. <laughs> well, oh, oh, never change. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> uh, daddy scientist, mama scientist. Uh, that is right, because my daddy definitely just asked. Can you me the link again? <laughs> We're just going to put a time set for you to just go ahead and just fast forward to this. <laughs> daddy scientist, I am a human. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, okay. We, we we went from gay sex in the Senate to Pornhub. That just there, there's a there's a lot. I bet you a video like that ends up on Pornhub or one of them other sites. Also, did you know there's like 120 something porn sites? The more you know, that's all I'm gonna say. We here at the Truth and Transparency Podcast plead the fifth. <laughs> we do not allow ourselves to be self-incriminated. Oh no, some of the titles of them sites. <laughs> you need to bleach your hard drive. I said, oh. Your FBI agent is on the other line right now. I have to say, people, you know, I just let people enjoy their own. I don't understand why people gotta be off in their business. Well, it's because of stories like this. Mrs. Smith, play this last story for the listeners. That was a perfect transition, huh? Yes. My boyfriend and I eat in bed. If we're high, we may include food in our sex play. He was going down on me when he swears he saw a cockroach come out of me. I may have roaches. So maybe a roach came out from under the crease slash fold in my stomach. But I... If I, if I, I thought you were yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, doing yeah, yeah, Stomach! Yeah. This has gone from bad to worse. <laughs> I thought she was going to talk about the linen the in the sheets. Yeah, 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 yeah. There may be roaches in his yard, so if it came out of sheets, fair play. My stomach. Yeah, that's insane. Who are we?
King Prawn. <laughs> um, first and foremost, shout out to Shits and Gigs uh, podcast for the audio, for the story that they read. Just want to make sure I give them proper credit. Listen, they're amazing if you have not listened to them. Please definitely check them out. They're phenomenal job. They're great. But first and foremost, did I hear that correctly? First and foremost, ain't no fucking cockroach coming out nowhere near my body. Duh. Nowhere. First and foremost, why are you? I, I get, I get food play in the bedroom. Okay, cool. Can't jump shit. Nobody's gonna knock your young. Like, do what you gotta do. Cool. Get your rocks off. Unless you're in the state of North Carolina with Pornhub, but we're not talking about that. Uh, <laughs> All porn sites. All porn sites. Do what you're gonna do. But listeners, when we, me and the coach of sciences first heard this story, we were in the car. It was like, I'm sorry. You saw what come from what? Shawty voluntarily said that her mans saw a roach come out. Now, mind you, food play can only go but so many ways. If he's still her man. Listeners, I'm never going to tell somebody to break up with the roach. <laughs> no. If I see a roach in your place to begin with, I'm questioning our relationship. So, like, when I first heard it, I definitely questioned was she thick bones and did you not you know when you do foreplay you do foreplay like whipped cream strawberries chocolate uh three peas from popeyes popeyes biscuits so, so for thick bone okay. yes not all thick bones like don't eat like that okay and not in bed okay so i'm trying to just play i'm trying to say normal food play Okay. I'm not even trying to play the thicker bone women. I'm trying okay. to be normal food play. Okay. So with Alice's what five things possible. Yes. Okay. And we can let's even say nuts. The other I'm talking about like walnuts. <laughs> what type of energy are you on? <laughs> trying to think of what could possibly be. Somebody's making a Sunday. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> She said come out of her stomach. Or first that's off, what she said. First off, she assumed. He said it came with it came out of her coochie. That's just I think it is heavily implied it came out the cootie cat. That's extremely disturbing, first and foremost. But let's assume that it did come out of her stomach. Bitch, does that mean you don't clean your stomach? Because if you have foreplay, how did Roach get in your stomach? And you don't feel it? You don't feel it. No, not even let's not even say the feel part. It had to be a couple weeks. For the roach to be in your stomach. Or a day. Let's say a day. So you didn't shower in 24 hours for a roach to be within your own crease? My question is, how high are you that you don't notice it? Dog. Um, I know this, this, I'm about to say, this is a very deep cut. But Mr. Know. Smith, do you remember the original Men in Black movie? No. Yes. Where you had that, that alien who took over the dude's body and mm -hmm. he got out at the end when it came out this big giant roach and he had like Will Smith scared to have to stop on it. Mm -hmm. I promise you, that is what I envision in my head is happening in this scenario. Like, how do you, first and foremost, when the dude tells you he noticed roaches, first and foremost, your first reaction should not be, well, maybe it just came from the flap of my stomach. How is that any better than it coming from the cootie cat? It is coming from your body. Right. Uh-huh. If I was him. I'm getting up immediately. Yes. I'm there is no conversation. There is no justification. I'm not even gonna tell you what happened. Dog, I'm not even gonna shower. I am leaving. 
I can have full whipped cream on my face. I'm leaving. I probably need to say, you know, I have to say something. I'm like, I feel sick. And, you know, just put my pants, you know, and I gotta go. And no, I might just be in my drawers. Then you ain't never hear from me ever again. That is the true definition of why you should be ghosted. How about so you are getting blocked? I'm putting you on the terrorist watch list. I'm hitting your, I'm calling an exterminator to come to your house immediately on an emergency call. Just know, I'm good. Never. I am not giving you the satisfaction of closure. Mm -mm. Should have closed that bag of food that you had opening your room. Mr. Smith, do you have any thoughts? I actually have a personal story. Not involving, involving me, but not involving me. That kind of, that's kind of funny about this. Oh, shit. Here we go again. Okay, go ahead. It's no, trust me, it's not as it's not as horrible as this, but it's just funny. Uh okay, so I'ma just put, I'ma just summarize it and say that I was with uh another another guy in my dorm who needed my help on a two-man mission. He was going okay. to, you know, girl's house uh that he had been talking to for a little bit. Again, listeners, for the record, this is before the days of Twitter and Instagram, and all we had was Facebook with a couple of pictures, and that's it. For the record. This was going to Norfolk. Anybody, anybody that's in Virginia or went to Hampton or went anywhere else, you know when I say we went to Norfolk, yeah, it was nice sketch. So, you know, we walk into the house. She's there with her homegirl. And so, you know, obviously I'm supposed to, you know, make the homegirl feel welcome while they go upstairs and do that thing. So me and the homegirl talking, and then out of the corner of my eye, I just see something moving. And I'm like, um... All right, uh, that's either one of two things. That's either a mouse, that's a roach. I can't tell because it's dark. So I was like, you know, why don't we cut the light on real quick? I can see blah, blah, whatever. She cuts the light on, see one roach go across. That's some, okay. Now I'm hearing my homeboy going to pound, you know, taking the girl to pound town, like whatever. Then I see two more roaches. Mm -mm. I'm like, I'm like, this nigga got five seconds to get done and get his ass downstairs. I shit you not. I counted in my head three and a half seconds. The next thing I heard was what the fuck is wrong with you? And I heard this nigga jump up and come and start running. I'm like, wait, what? What's happening? So he gets downstairs. This nigga just got on his basketball shorts and a and a white beater and got his clothes in the hand. He's like, nigga, let's go. I'm like, oh, oh okay. Well, it was nice talking to you. I'm out. We get to the car. I said, what happened? He said, dog, I'm in the middle of it. I'm giving her everything. Everything is cool. Out of nowhere, I see a goddamn roach laying on this girl's titty. I don't know what to do. I said, hold up. Wait a minute. Hold on. Did you say a roach landed on her titty? He said, yeah. I said, um, so like, I don't know how to process that. He said, listen, after that, I got up. He said, that he looked at her and said, yo, what, what's happening? This girl says, oh, that's just Henry. Hey, yo, what the fuck? Henry cool. <laughs> go to go to go. Yeah. <laughs> so Henry got her blue Nigga, what? Ain't no way I'm on a first day basis with, with a roach. Did I feel, no. So, he hopped up, said what the F, grabbed all his stuff, ran down, made sure to put his shorts on, because, you know, try to be respectful. Came downstairs, like, let's just roll. I said, hold up. Get out the car. Check. 
everything. I want you to check everything. I will let you have your privacy. Make sure you good. He checked everything. Everything checked out. We went through the car, made sure everything was good. Drove back. Yeah, we ain't go back to Norfolk for a while. Rightfully so. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> oh, shout oh out to him, man. God. I never, I don't come. It's not even violence. I, like, I don't condone disrespect, but ma'am, what on God's green earth were you thinking? Oh, my goodness. Unless y'all have any other thoughts, I think that is a great point to end on. I agree. It was crazy. Dog. Here, I thought I was the one wilding on this episode, and lo and behold, y'all outdid me. Fair enough. Two to your point to bring everything full circle. Uh, bring it full circle, if I can talk. Mr. Smith did uh, kind of uh, freak us out. He kind of put us in a situ uh, weird situation with that story, but yes. Um, yeah, I think our transparent moment is um, uh, cut the video off. Um, keep your fried food and margarita separated. And um, take the food out the bedroom. Please, please clean your sheets. Wash your damn hands. Wash your body. Wash your cracks. Wash all your crevices. Um, oh. but and all and all jokes aside, um, transparent moment. Fellowship with your people. Just try to do better. Drink your water. Talk to your person. Um, continue to go to see your therapist. Um, but if you have any other thoughts or anything else you want to share with us, you can always hit us up on our social media at the TNT Pod123 on Twitter, Truth and Transparency Pod on Instagram, Truth and Transparency Pod on TikTok, the Truth and Transparency Podcast on Facebook. The Truth and Transparency podcast on YouTube. You can always hit up our emails with stories, thoughts, feedback, uh, one beyond the show. Um, you can always email us at truthandtransparencypod123 at gmail.com. For Mr. Smith, for the culture scientists, for Henry the Cockroach. Um, if this podcast is no bigger than what it is right now, they are forever grateful. We are forever grateful. Um, and in the mortal words of my father, eat the elephant one bite at a time. Without anything else being said, um, we'll catch you guys in two weeks. Peace. Hockey butts. Henry! Hockey butts from? That's why the sex so weird. <laughs> Henry! Henry! What it do, my nigga? <laughs> <laughs>